This podcast is brought to you by Midwinter, the cyberpunk fantasy graphic novel series from Revision Studios. Eisner Award-winning legend comics and coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and listeners like you. Visit patreon.com slash nerd today to find out how you can become a supporter. Yes? Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? Jolly devil. Welcome to the Two-Headed Nerd Comic Book Podcast, first Facebook talk show. We're calling it THN Cover to Cover for Saturday, March 24th. Here's how it works. Every Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time, Joe, Jared, and mm. me mm-hmm. are talking all things comics with you nerds live. You can call us at 402 819 4894 or click our Facebook call now button if you want to get in on the action. If you can't call in live, feel free to leave us a message or send an mp3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com anytime during the week. Do you read something you like? Call us. Tell us about it. Do you read something you hated? Call us. Tell us about it. Let's get it together and get on it. Yeah. But before we get started, here, Joey, baby, I need you to reset the question of the week. Well, now, this week's question came from Mr. Wooly Toots himself. He's sitting right there. This guy. He's sitting right there. He, hey, Siri wants to get in on this action. Tell her to shut up. I did. <laughs> Siri wants three-way. <laughs> Whoa. Toots wants to know, if you were a garbage pail kid, what would your name be and what would be your gross feature? Gross. <laughs> I want some gross offensive stuff, dudes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. We are talking Krypton. It happened this week on Sci-Fi. We want to hear from you about that. We want to hear from you about Frank Miller not doing one, but five different damn books at DC what? now. Is it a good idea? I want a defense of Frank Miller or call and take him down. I don't care. Let's get into it. Let's open the damn phone lines. Huh? Oh, the phone lines are open. They're, they're ringing off the damn hook. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's out of control. <laughs> oh, John Bunger's watching, which means he's got a, he's got an answer. I know he does. John Bunger. Johnny, call in John. Threaten John. to call in. Bungie, do it, bro. And tell us some gross stuff about his garbage pail kid. <laughs> I would love that. <clears throat> While we wait for him to do so, though. He said he he watched Krypton too. He's ready to talk about it. Well, call us in. Call in. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. We'll wait for him to call. He's Let's still get getting this set party up. started with our buddy, Stately Lord Fungus, who got it together and actually sent us an MP3 instead of a weird note file this week. Live from Thunderbird Two, this is Stately Lord Fungus <laughs> with Episode One of Series Three, Paragraph Subsection C of the Fourth in a two-part trilogy, aptly named "In My Brother's Shadow" by Colin Hitler. <laughs> There's no chance of skinny dipping with the question of the week because we didn't really have garbage pile kids in the UK. So I thought I'd just tell you that at no time were the Russians involved in subverting my MP3s and ask if a two-headed nerd shares a penis. Oh, come on, we've all thought it. We share a penis. I watched a live sex show once. Two midgets went at it with a goat and a seven-foot cactus. But that wasn't anything compared to the wonderful books mentioned during last week's show. I wanted to add my milky substance to the mix and highlight the books I felt (laughs) broke social boundaries and challenged perceptions, from the gothic horror of Neonomicon to the hand-painted storytelling of Love, the Fox, and from the book-to-TV juggernaut of The Walking Dead to the completely silent The Arrival. I could choose Persopolis or Crisis on Infinite Earths. What about Gwen Stacy, Kamala Khan and North Star? I kept coming back to Watchmen whenever I challenged myself on the question, but then other books like Love and Rockets and fanzines like Eight Ball crept into my mind. Mm. The thing is, though, three quarters of my collection wouldn't exist without Watchmen, and it's like choosing Citizen Kane as the greatest movie of all time. It's predictable, but it's earned. If you inserted both hands into my poo shoot and made me pick a modern title, <laughs> then it would probably be Hip Hop Family Tree. It managed to bring music into the lives of people who might not appreciate hip-hop without actually playing them a single note of hip-hop. It's beautifully created, and you can feel there's true passion on the pages. I personally love old-school hip-hop, so this was just an extension of my natural curiosity. But for someone who was born after hip-hop became established or didn't like the genre, well, this brought a totally new genre of music into their lives through pictures and words. It's weird, but brilliant if you think about it. Anyway, that was my pick for last week's question of the week. 
I've had some great weeks. I've had some great weeks. I've, I have, haven't we all? Uh, I've had some great reads this week, <laughs> nerds. I've caught up with Plutonia and 100 Bullets and Descender and Tokyo Ghost. And I have to say, the prison library here is really well stocked. Hmm. I've watched some great TV too. I watched Alter Carbon, Veronica and the Infinity War trailer. And that was Friggin' incredible. Ready Player One opens here on Wednesday, and I'm excited to see that. But I'll maintain that Armada will make a better movie when they finally finish it. <laughs> right, that's me spent for the week, but before I try and convince the Bangles to reform and fight hundreds of ducks in the local park, my word penis is looking for an ear vagina. So let's try this one on. Gad's Budlikins. Nerds around the world, say it with me. Gad's Budlikins. It means a slight shock or disbelief. In context, you could say, Gads Budlikens, is that Matt Barnes beard dry humping the fuck out of a feral cat? <laughs> I mean, you could say that. It's Easter next week, so I thought I'd leave you with a challenge, nerds. You have 10 seconds to name as many egg-related comic books as you can. Now, the winner gets a free hand job from Big Barbara. I need to redeem that between 5pm and midnight just behind the chemical <laughs> toilets on a local building. Wow. So, Caller, hold ready. on one as second. egg-related comic books as you can. Ready? Ludicrous quiz! Go! Okay. We're, Ten. we're putting a pin in that. We're going to do it. Definitely. But we got a caller on the line. we got a caller on the line. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Morning, nerds. JD got to catch. JD, JD got to catch. catch them all. How are you, my brother? Good, good, good. What are we rapping uh, about today, sir? Well, got back to the lake house safe and sound. That's good. Firmly, and uh, finished up uh, Secret, in, or Secret Empire. Okay. And you know what? I've got thoughts about it. I'm probably going to put them in writing. But uh, basically, it's fun if you look at it as kind of a fun little Elseworlds tale. Yes. Which is the way I think it should be said. In fact, I had a thought. I think Marvel could do more stories like this. And I think they should. I don't think anyone's thought of this yet. But they should put together, you know, an imprint. You know, maybe call it Red Label. <laughs> and they could do these these kind of out of continuity stories like you know Hydra Cap or you know or you know I'd love to see like Tony Stark Sorcerer Supreme. I mean, there's that idea. Sure. You know, you don't have to do it in a you know in a in a B list X title like Exiles. You hey, can do hey, it an hey, hey, hey! Some of us of love the Exiles. Okay. I love the Exiles, <laughs> right. but it's not a list. I okay. <laughs> there's no argument there. Fine. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I think, you know, CD, if you're listening, I know you just started like a week ago, so I don't know. That's my thoughts. You're talking to CB Sabolsky, the new... Uh, CB Sabolsky. Was he the yes. chief creative officer at Marvel now? Is that right? He's the editor-in-chief. Editor-in-chief. I know uh, you can't hear Joe Patrick, but he can hear you, just so you guys know. No, I heard him. Oh, you heard him? Yeah, hi, Joe. Really? Weird. What's happening, hey, Jeff? How is this working? Is it a miracle? <laughs> it's a cover-to-cover -cover miracle. How is it working? It's, <laughs> it's the magic of the lake house. I don't know. Don't question uh, the, it. Okay. It'll go away. Boom. Secret Empire <laughs> was the sort of much maligned storyline that featured Cap as working for Hydra, and Hydra had yeah. taken over the United States. There was a lot of criticism that this is gross and they shouldn't do that and whatnot. I, I don't go along with that criticism because I think creativity is creativity and nothing should be out of bounds yeah. personally. Uh, but I'm curious to see how this, that one holds up in a few years. Like, do uh, we look back at that and go, yeah, that was kind of fun or whatever. I don't think it ended yeah. well. I thought the ending was just stupid and it came off as this excuse to say like, see, we were playing this whole time. It's not Steve Rogers, even though that Steve Rogers who was Hydra Cap, wasn't completely evil. He, like, argued mm -hmm. with all the big yeah. bad guys about, like, no, 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 let's not murder a bunch of people. Like, there was still good parts of him, so it seems really wishy-washy to say, like, yeah. no, there was I, I two of say. them, and then they had a punch fight, <laughs> and one lost, and <laughs> the Earth is better. <laughs> what was really cool, though, was I read uh, Secret Invasion Omega, uh, the, the tale, the tag you know, the epilogue one. And that one tells me that I think there's something good to be that that's going to come from this in the future, which is 
evil Hydra Cap is still around. Eh, He's still alive. Yeah, well, you just wait till this May when they reset everything and you can forget about it. So. Well, yeah, but I mean, at the <laughs> same somebody time, resurrects like, it. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, which, I mean, that'll happen for me sometime in November. So Yeah, Hope Summers <laughs> just came back in the pages of Cable, thank God. So, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. I could not care less, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of uh, pan that one on this week's show. You'll hear that when that comes out here. JD, okay, it is right. always refreshing to talk to you. Do you have a garbage pail kid you would like to discuss? Like your personal garbage pail kid? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you think of one, go and post it in the question of the week on THN forums. And Brian Domingo will make fun of I, I will definitely do that. All right, brother. Good to talk Thank to you. Thank you, Jeff. Yep, bye. My wife is watching. She should call in with hers. That'd be great. I would love to hear from you. She won't call in. Um, So uh, you should know, J.D. Gotta Catch Them All, for those of you who don't know him, he works for us and he writes, he's one of the love slaves, and he writes a column called From the Marvel Lake House because he reads all this stuff digitally. And the Marvel Digital app is six months behind. That's why he's always talking about old stuff. But right now, we got a call coming in. Another call. Might be Suze. I don't know. Let's find out. Nope. Thank you for calling THN. Cover to cover caller. (laughs) Who this? Hey, what's up? This is John Bunger. Bunger! We browbeat him into calling. I love it. (laughs) What do you want to rap about, Johnny? All right, man. I got garbage. I got two garbage bill kids. Okay, two garbage bill. For myself. My my name is John Bunger. It's pretty easy to come up with. A lot of these are fed off of elementary school trauma. Fair enough. Um, and then, I feel you like know, that's I, where a I lot of garbage show kids came from, right? I mean, like <laughs> that one time I crapped my pants in class, you know, and like poopy with poop face, you know. <laughs> um, I also watched Krypton okay. and uh, and uh, the X Files season finale. So I'll talk about those. But first, garbage show kids. All right, like I said, I got two of them. Okay, both play off my last name. One. John Booger. Very easy. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah, All yeah. you're removing is low hanging fruit. Letter. Okay. One, very low. And uh, imagery, I'm thinking just a pool of green, brown, bubbly mucus, this round-headed little munchkin emerging, Mm -hmm. just streaming out of his nose. That's gross. Absolutely. Vintage garbage pail kids there. Classic. Snot jokes. Who doesn't love them? All right. Number two, Hunger Bunger. And this one, I'm thinking, Hunger Bunger is... Probably what nine hundred pounds spilling out of a wheelbarrow. Okay, I went to and a totally he, different And he's place. more like a gibbering mouther from Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> right, right, right. And all these mouths all over his body, just stuffed uh, with tacos see, and ham when sandwiches. When you said hunger bunger, I went straight to a place where you eat with your butt. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that might be a better answer. All right. I don't know. Obviously, why. I didn't think about it enough. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's gross. That's a good. Hey, I like no, it. I love very it. Good. What's wrong it, like, with me? All right, uh, John Bunker. Man, Krypton. Krypton, I, I enjoyed it. Um, but the problem is, is I was watching it uh, right after I watched the ninth episode of a great show that I don't think anybody's watching called Counterpart on Stars, which is just. I don't know no Counterpart. Nah. Oh, fuck, dude. It's so, oh, sorry. Uh, it's so good. Such good acting. Uh, and it's, it's basically a big espionage spy game show. Starring J.K. Simmons. Oh, uh, oh yeah. It's all wrapped around a single sci-fi premise. He's got like a doppelganger, Link, right? Lincoln is telling, my son has told me his nose is a triangle. Oh. There you cool. go. Perfect. Well, that's weird. <laughs> uh, no, so Counterpart is a phenomenal show. That I think that's almost, the season's almost done. No, yeah, but I then, need to uh, check that out. I like J.K. So Simmons. Compared to a, a quality show with good writing, good acting like that, it's, you know, it's just whatever. But it was beautiful. I love the scenery in Krypton. Yeah, the effects are yeah. amazing. The sound, oh man, yeah. I could I could watch it on silent again and not have a problem. Um, but you know, it was there's some cheesy parts in it, but I I I, I was okay with it as far as premise, and I'll definitely watch more. Fair enough. <laughs> but gotta- also check, check out check out Counterpart. I know you guys want to get stars anyway, so you can catch up on season three of Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Oh, actually, yeah, hell yeah. I've been watching that and I love it. <laughs> it's oh, so, so great. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, you got a wild animal you got to wrangle. <laughs> he, he's nice and quiet until I call. Of like, course. Every time. <laughs> of course. <laughs> LinkedIn. Uh, and then, um, all right, so then uh, X-Files, let me just put it this way. The last two seasons, the renewed season. Yeah. This is what you got to do with X-Files. 
Ignore the first episode of each season. Ignore the last episode of each season. Just watch it for the monster weird stuff, the weak stuff, and it's still pretty entertaining. Yeah. The mythology stuff is just awful yeah. and horrible, and it's, I can't stand it. Out. And I love X-Files. one of my favorite shows of all time. Me too. But even in the old days, the stuff that Chris Carter comes up with as far as, as, far as like the big overall arcing plot is just not. Uh, it's just, I can't stand it. Man. Oh, yeah. I can't stand it. <laughs> All the best X Files like episodes were standalone episodes. Yeah, right. Yeah, Without just with question. like this weird thing. And they're right. And they're spectacular. Yeah. And that's what you remember. Yeah. You remember the fluke man. You remember shit like right. that. You remember. You when, don't remember yeah. like when you. You remember the switched bodies. Yeah. You know, like oh man, like when uh, the loggers cut open the tree and let loose that. Yeah, ancient and like this life. season, the, the the show with the AI, where the whole episode is basically almost no dialogue whatsoever. That was oh, a yeah. great episode of X Files. John, there I gotta cut you off. We, we got another totally call coming in here. I guess I gotta cut All you right, off, thanks, brother. Guys. Thank you for your call, John. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Bye, John. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who this? Hey guys, this is Caleb Alexander McKenzie, a short time listener. Uh, First time caller. Okay, Caleb hey. Alexander McKenzie. Yeah, correct? I see it right here. It's his whole spelling yep. of his name right okay. here in front of me. Welcome aboard, Caleb. That's awesome. We love new callers. And you've got an assassin name. You have three names. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right, yeah. We uh, That was purposefully done. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. We have another one, yeah. Justin Robert yeah. Fletcher. He watches as well, but he's too much of a pansy uh, to call in. So what's going on? AD what do you want to rap about? Not, not much, man. J.D. Catch is a friend of mine. He's oh, turned nice. me on to the show. I just wanted to send him a shout out. Uh, I was wondering what you guys thought about this uh, news that came out here recently with the, the showrunner from season one of Daredevil wanting to do a Moon Knight arc. And uh, if you guys would, would be into that and what arc you would want him to do. I would absolutely be into a Moon Knight show. There's been rumors of this for a little while. And this is the latest in that rumor mill. And if they do it, they have to set up Warren Ellis's new take on Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. They the have one what you to. Did with that. Yeah, the Declan Shelby stuff, that was yes, great. Yes, absolutely. With like, you've got the Moon Knight action hero who wears the costume and goes out and fights, and then you've got Moon Knight the detective that wears the white suit with mm. like the facial scarf and stuff. Oh, my God. I would oh, love it. Is, uh, do, you, uh, do you think they would do that in a, in a long-form series the way they've done, or would they cut it down to uh, nine issues the way they did Defenders? I, okay, here's the thing. I feel like right now the Marvel Netflix series are in a sort of difficult spot where you have three really good ones with Luke Cage, Daredevil and Jessica Jones. And then you've got Iron Fist, which I don't, people seem to apologize for, but I don't think anybody <laughs> really likes, you know what I mean? Oh, I don't have garbage. Yeah. And the Defender <laughs> show suffered w. because of Iron Fist in there. So I almost think introducing another show, I mean, outside of Punisher, which is kind of standalone, I really like introducing another show. It might be a mistake. It might be better to introduce Moon Knight as a character that travels in between the shows. You know what I mean? Mm. That sort of I, yeah. interconnects. I, I could see that. Doing that. I think um, that would work kind of a lot better. Nightmare. What if, what if he's been in there? What if he's the cab driver from all the shows? That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, like, there's no reason why they couldn't do something like that, where like he has been around, you know, this whole time and seen all this happen, and he's the rich guy that's like secretly bankrolling certain things and stuff. And I mean, as opposed to Danny Rand, Ugh, God, that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that whole situation's bad. Well, have you guys have you guys watched the latest season of Jessica Jones? Yes, and I very much enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it. Spoiler alert for those who haven't finished it yet. They got to the end and Hellcat's still not Hellcat. What the hell? <laughs> that, that, that bugging the but shit out of me. And stop, she does display powers. Me. Yes, she does. Yeah, they keep dangling that thread and they just don't ever pick it up because it, it, it needs to happen. Yes, she's great. She's a wonderful side character. I love the, that they've embraced the Patsy Walker thing. Like she used to be this dumb sort of like teen pop singer. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, I would like to hear his Hellcat, but I very much enjoy Jessica Jones. Awesome, dudes. Well, that was, the, that was my question. Thanks for taking it, man. Thank you for calling in. First-time caller. Welcome aboard, Welcome. Caleb. I appreciate it, guys. Have a great one. All right, you too, brother. Thanks, Caleb. All right. Bye, man. Hey. Oh, sorry. I cut him off. I apologize. Damn it. Yeah, that's how we treat the first-time callers right here. <laughs> you got to prove yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you can get jumped in or sexed in. Is we'll the, let you pick. All is right? the, does Moon Knight still have uh, that connection to the... Uh, Egyptian, uh, yes, power and yeah, they're still moon god thing, Kanshu, Kanshu, yeah, yeah. We've okay. still accepted that Moon Knight is 
connected to Conchu. And that's I think fine. that'd be really cool to see something like you know, like this Indiana Jonesy yeah. type of uh, you know the the backstory. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see that done Who on a show. Who plays Moon Knight? Hmm. Who do you get to play Moon Knight? Is he still kind of a split personality guy? Yeah, but he's not. He's not as crazy as he used to be. I like that they've steered away from like Mark Spector is fucking nuts. <laughs> you know, like that's not an effective hero for me. I'm fine with him having split personalities. And Warren Ellis sort of did a thing where he is aware of his split personalities and uses them for their strengths. Okay, so which I'm is trying really to cool. think someone that would play that well. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. My gut reaction is Keanu Reeves, but he's busy. I would love to see Guy Pierce. That would Pierce. be rad. Guy Pierce Guy is too Pierce. old now. He's too old now. Nah, nah. Yeah. He's not too old. Do you see him in the Queen? He's old and frail. <laughs> He's not frail. He's frail. He's tiny he now. He's playing a part. Yeah. I always want to give the dudes from Black Sails more work. So let's see. <laughs> out of those dudes. I do think Mark Spector is someone older. I, I, he's not a young guy. Like Mark Spector, if they introduce him, just drop him in. He's been doing this for a long time. You don't know about him because he's really good at his job, you know? Well, yeah, because he had a whole life as like a soldier of fortune before he became Moon Knight. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not like he's going to be some 20-something dude. No. Does he need to be tall? I mean, tall-ish, but you can make anybody look tall. Tom Cruise looks tall. On well, screen. no, I'm just and saying, but it doesn't, like, do you want to give the dude that was Punisher Warzone another shot? What is that? Oh, now he's name? old. Oh, no, Brit. No, absolutely not. He's never allowed to work again. <laughs> he was badass as Blackbeard in, in Black Sails, dude. He was rad as well, Blackbeard. He's, he's he Volstag in the Thor movie. Yeah, he was just grossly miscast as the Punisher. That's all. Mm-hmm. That, that no, I thought fault. he was the best part of Punisher Warzone. I you, thought he was spot on as the Punisher. Yeah, I thought really? he was, the thought he was a great was Punisher. You, okay, you mean the way he looked or the way he I, talked? I, I think the his, way he looked. His dialogue was fucking awful. He it looked yeah, so bad. Yeah, but that's Ooh. not the actor's fault, Matt. <laughs> it's the movie's fault. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not, but still. <laughs> uh, look, real quick, I want to circle back around to John, John Bunger because I'm disappointed that one of the Garbage Pail Kid choices was not John Bunghole. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> it writes itself. It's a simple poop joke. Come on. <laughs> okay, we have 10 seconds. This is set up from our, our first MP3 from Sir Lord Fungus. We have 10 seconds to give an avalanche of egg-themed characters, comics, whatever. I'll start. You ready? We're going to start in five, four, three, two, one. Nanny, shaped like an egg from egg, X Factor. Egghead. Egghead, that's good. Joe Patrick. Egg foo. Egg foo, not bad. The Brothers Grimm, they shoot eggs. Ugh, crap. Uh, Adam Warlock. Um, Adam Warlock hatched from an egg. Space egg. Boom. Egg. Oh, no. Aliens. It's a cocoon, not an egg. It looked like an egg. The xenomorphs. They, yes, they come out of eggs. There you go. The alien xenomorphs. Joe Patrick. Shit. This Three is seconds. really hard. Two seconds. Uh, uh, farts. Did we miss egghead? I said egghead. Oh, no, you said egghead. You said egghead. Okay. I like the... the yeah. Mm. That was fun. I guess. Yeah. I was, it was pretty stressful. I almost started jumping into rabbits, but that's uh, like, you know. Caleb Alexander says Ryan Hurst would be his pick for Moon Knight. Who's Ryan Hurst? Good question. I'm huh? looking it up. Uh, he was in Remember the Titans. Oh. Um, Ryan Hurst. He, he looks like he was in, oh, he was in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's fantastic. He's a big dude. He's good looking. He's a great actor. I did not recognize him with all that hair on his face, but oh, yeah. I found a photo of him when he was younger and I totally recognize him. He would be a fantastic Moon Knight. I like that call a lot. And he's just like, he's good. that TV actor. You've seen him in so many things. And when he shows up, you go, oh, this show's going to be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's he's a got that guy. guy. Yeah, that There's, guy's in it. That guy's in it. Yeah. I can't remember his character. I can't remember the name of his character in Sons of Anarchy, but when he died, spoiler alert. I was super fucking upset. I dead loved guy. Him. That's his character's name. <laughs> yeah, he's dead guy. Dead guy. All right, we got Doesn't a Google voicemail yeah, here. Now. Came in at 8 o'clock this morning. Let's see who it is. The phone lines are still open, by the way. So feel free to call, and we'll cut this jackass off. Oh, I know who this is. All right, Google. Come on. Let's do it. There we go. Hey, guys. It's Anthony currently presiding in Brooklyn. Uh, I actually have a question for you today. 
Um, my question is, is there a particular character or property that you really love, but that character or property is rarely supported by the stories they're in? Uh, here's an example. Uh, I love the Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Great costume, love the ship. Uh, he's agile, can fight, he's brilliant, and really, really funny. But I find that, like, the story he's in doesn't really support, like, how much I love this character. Like, the Len Wein series in the early 80s, great art by Paris Collins, but the stories are pretty unremarkable. And uh, the Justice League comics, where the character was introduced to me, he's certainly hilarious, uh, but is played as a complete buffoon, which is kind of a bummer. Because yeah. I think he's a capable, super cool character. So do you have a, a character like that? Um, or perhaps I'm just creating something uh, in my mind. Maybe that's not what the Blue Beetle is. Maybe. I don't know. But that's my question. All right. Thanks, guys. Hope you're well. Anthony, thank you for your call. We were worried about you. I haven't heard about you for a couple of weeks. So great question. I love this. It is, but I think I need to think about it some more. I don't really have an okay, I have a Marvel answer. and I have a DC answer. That jumps right out at me. You have an answer too, and I know what it's going to be. What is it? It's Kazar. Well, you love Kazar. I do. I and love they him never up and do down. anything with Kazar. Well, yeah, but he's but he's talking about yeah. That's not what he's talking, about. He's talking not, about. I feel like Kazar's handled well when he shows up. No, but, right. but I'm saying, that's not what Anthony's talking about. He's no. talking about characters that have. More potential than they're given. That's what I'm saying. For he's the got comics. the Savage Land. He's the king of the Savage Land, and like he's always he's there. He's always there, a bit player. But they never do yeah. shit with him, and they never do shit with the Savage Land other than like one issue where somebody's there, somebody's doing there. something for 15 but, minutes. But you you're know. arguing that he's underused, which is not what Anthony was talking about. No, I'm not saying underused. I'm saying not used to his fullest potential. Is what I'm saying. He's an awesome character. Mark Wade did a Kazar storyline that was incredible. In that Kazar book, it was so good. And that was the only shining example I can give you of that character doing anything cool. Uh, well, he had his own books in the 80s and 70s and 80s. They weren't good. <laughs> Nobody looks back at those Kazar issues and goes, I, now that was landmark don't, stuff. Don't tell that to Jared. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, man, I love that shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just finished my run of Lord of the Hidden Jungle this like two weeks ago. Um, that does not have to be your answer. No, I yeah, and and it isn't because I mean yeah, I I agree with Joe. Joe's saying he's underused, and and that's the frustration I would have with him is that he's underused. But I wouldn't want him, I wouldn't want his book like shoehorned in just just to do it. No, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm trying to think of I just don't know. Look, Joe, do you have one? You ha you said you had two. Why I have you two. Just go ahead. Okay, my Marvel answer: Shang Chi. I love Shang Chi. I love the mythos. I hate how watered down the character has become. He's B-list bullshit. They never do anything right with him. They, it got kind of cool when he was Avengers, and Jonathan Hickman cloned him like a bunch of times and put him in. Gave Tony Stark gave him like <laughs> robot punch hands or whatever. <laughs> like that was kind of fun. But they never do anything cool with Shang Chi, and there's so much to draw there from he was this in old Heroes school. for Hire, right? Yeah, and that was cool. That was fine. It was fine. It's just like the dude is the baddest martial artist on the planet. And there's so much potential for that character. And I just feel like it's always just watered down. The most recent Shang-Chi thing that came out where they tried to revisit, you know, uh, oh God, what's it? Super Fu Manchu and shit like that. Like, who cares? Just give me a cool martial arts story with Shang-Chi. That's all I want. I would love for uh, Marvel to do... To go back to their mar to the mag a magazine, yeah, and and put like rad dudes in there, or like That'd be awesome. like the old Savage Tales, you know, mm -hmm. like that's where you had some badass Kesar, and you could put in Shang Chi, yeah. and you could put in, you know, the, this is where they could put Conan too, you know, They're sure, like, uh, and you know, I mean, you could do it a little bit more uh, edgy, yeah, I guess, absolutely. My DC answer, Richard Dragon. Another martial arts guy. You're all into, you're all about the karate. I love the karate. And Richard Dragon helped train Batman. He's a total badass. I love Richard Dragon. I love his ties to Bronze Tiger and stuff like that. And like his old ties to the Suicide Squad. And he's just gone. He's just gone. So should we be talking about Cobra Kai then? We'll get there. The series. We'll get there. <laughs> oh man, Cobra Kai. I, I have thoughts uh, on the Cobra Kai trailer. We'll get there. So, um, I guess for me. I would I'm I'm kind of frustrated with how Marvel handles the new warriors. 
Uh, which Why? <laughs> they they were a really popular group in the 90s. They, their book was really well regarded and uh, it had a long run. And I'm obviously a huge fan. Everybody knows that I talk about it all the time. Yes. But every time they come back, I feel that they're kind of diminished. Um, like half the time they're treated as a joke when they show up in other books. And uh, or they Marvel like just takes the name and completely retweaks the uh, the concept. And they just keep getting farther and farther away from what was great about the original new warriors. And they've tried to do that in other books, like the champions, like the champions are basically the, the modern day new warriors, which is group of kids that wanted to be big players in the superhero community, realized it wasn't all it was cracked up to be and struck off on their own. Right. That's the new warriors. Right. Um, and yeah, I just think Marvel, they keep trying to bring it back, but they just don't, they don't get it. They're not just a generic team. What if? Okay, let me ask well, you. Well, but now it's screwed now because that's the TV show, right? With Squirrel Girls, New Warriors. Yeah. TV show is going to come out, and it's going to be some it's kind just of gonna, comedy. Yeah, farce, see, it's, so it's going to be a feature. Joe, shit. it's lost. It's lost to you now, though. Bro. It really is because that's it's, like the root. What you just described to me is where they've taken it, and you know what I mean. Like that, if that's good, that's the way the show's going to be. That's the way the book's going to be. I think I think it's locked out, and I understand your frustration. They are Joe. lost to comedy. They absolutely are. Now. Good answer, Joe. Does that upset me? No, but I get why it upsets you. <laughs> I totally yeah. understand. <laughs> you were never a fan, so. <laughs> no, I think they they suck. But anyway, before we get any deeper into this garbage, let's take a moment to hear from our very sexy, sexy sponsor, shall we? Now, nerds, as I'm sure you're aware, we don't have a show without you guys, and I'm super excited about our latest sponsor. The show this week is brought to you by Midwinter. It's a cyberpunk fantasy graphic novel series from Revision Studios. Midwinter is written by a couple buddies of ours. They've been local creators. We've known them for a long time, and they are kicking ass on this cyberpunk fantasy, sci-fi fantasy book. They're looking for funding for their seventh issue, but new readers can get the whole comic through Kickstarter. To get to the campaign, all you got to do is either go to kickstarter.com and search for Midwinter Issue 7 or go to the support page on midwintercomic.com and click on the Kickstarter banner. Now, we're going to have all of this in the notes for this show, but the Midwinter creators, they're working really hard. They're putting out a good product and they're sponsoring this show. So show them some love, you guys. Seriously, Midwinter from Revision Studios. Check it out. Cobra Kai. Let's talk about the Cobra Kai trailer. Yeah. I remember like three to five years ago, there was a rumor that Johnny from the Karate Kid, I can't remember the guy's actual name, was trying to crowdfund. He was kickstarting it. His name is Johnny. His real name is Johnny? Oh, uh, the actor's name is Billy Zabka. Okay, Billy Zabka. I thought this was like a... I thought you were doing like it was a Tony Danza thing where like they had to name him his real name so he would know people were talking to him on the set, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. His name was William Zabka. Okay. So Zabka was trying to crowdfund a Karate Kid movie that takes place like modern day. And of course, it centered more on him because he needs the money, I'm sure. But instead, YouTube came to him and shut this shit down. We're giving you a series, baby. (laughs) YouTube Red Series, Cobra Kai with Ralph Macchio. Yeah, man. As kind of the villain. I don't know. Kind of. I, I don't kinda. know. I think they're playing it like that. I bet I bet they team up. I bet they team up. They're buddies, and they both run the Cobra Kai in the end. Maybe I'm so. I'm so conflicted about this, but I like... I saw the trailer, and it made me very happy, but yeah. then I, like, really thought about it, and it's super cheesy. Yeah, yeah. It's so cheesy. I was all over the board. I went from fuck this to, oh, wait a minute. That gave me some feelings to, oh, god damn it. Why did they make <laughs> me have feelings? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, 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 it, uh, but then it seems to be there's a lot of focus on like the, the kid, right? Like the kid in school. Yeah, dealing, right. You know? And I don't know how much of that's going to have legs with a viewer like myself. I'm more interested in seeing the washed up old dudes <laughs> trying their best to be. <laughs> Uh, you know, either mentors or trying to fight again or right. whatever. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm interested. I'm, gonna I'm watch interested. It. I think it looks I think this looks like interesting and kind of fun. Anyways, I have to watch it. 
All right, I need someone to call in and talk about Frank Miller. Oh, my bu- Bunger Miller. says he's all in on the Cobra Kai. See, I feel like guys our age, if you are 35 plus, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm watching. If you're one of those dudes <laughs> that has a Cobra Kai t-shirt in your drawer, you're like going, right. F, yes. <laughs> right on. I want to talk about Frank Miller. I want someone to call in and tell me. Are I didn't see that news. What else is he doing now? So Frank Miller is doing, we know he's doing the Superman, Superman. year one thing, but he's also working on five other projects. Are they DC. giving him his own little corner? No, not really. He's kind of all over the board. One of which is like even, what was it, Joe? It's the curse. It's a Carrie Kelly graphic novel set in the Dark Knight Returns universe. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I um, do not care then, about. They have that. not announced what the other three are. I love that he um, keeps going back to that well. Separately from that, though, he's doing a he's doing illustrations for a young adult novel about the King Arthur mythology. But interesting. Well, nothing s- says but young adult. From the perspective of art, the girl like, that becomes the Lady of the Lake, nothing yeah. says young adult fiction hmm. like Frank Miller's interesting. art. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Hmm. I'm done with Frank Miller. Hmm. I'm done with him. And, and I'm not going to get into his politics or his racial bullshit or the crap that comes out of his mouth. I'm done with him as a creator. I feel like he's one of those creators that hates his fans. And, he, and he's punishing his fans. He doesn't excite me anymore. I'll no. tell you that much, you know. He, he like, really doesn't. And I think okay, he's... Okay, but why do you think he hates his fans? That's just, a weird thing to say. Just because of the way that the tone that he is writing this Dark Knight shit is so hateful. Just not only to like the Dark Knight proper, but to like DC properties and the characters that are in it. It's like he resents them and he wants to piss us off while we read it. Like, remember what he did to Wally West? No. Where he had him like (laughs) powering the battery that was running Gotham. (laughs) And like, yeah, right. He was just like scrawny, like burnt out shell of a man. And like, it's just so just dumb. They're, they're just dumb ideas for these characters that makes it seem like he hates them and he wants to punish everybody but Batman. Dude loves Batman. I get it. That's fine. You can love Batman all you want. But who wants more of this? Who needs more of this? I don't know, man. They, I don't I, care about Carrie Kelly anymore. She was fine in Dark Knight Returns. I don't need any more of those adventures. And I think Frank Miller is a creator whose time has come and gone. Well, I, I just think it's funny that he keeps returning to his, you know, the well. You know right. what I mean? Like, why keep going back to Dark Knight? Why keep going back to 300? Like, do, you know. Yeah, revisiting that Xerxes. Do something else. That's the other, Xerxes was the other And then project. that's where I'll get, I, I wouldn't be against him going back to Sin City. But like, did you like the last couple Sin City things? We oh, they I guess good. not. I guess there wasn't a whole lot of meat to them. Yeah, and there that wasn't love a, story wasn't was a lot of no, noir to them. It no. was just kind of like violent, like family values was just like violence. Yeah, you just there wasn't really anything to it. It felt crapped out. Okay, so I take that back. Uh, Frank Miller, go back to Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> There's more hair down there. <laughs> Great job. Great job, Frank. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I, I think he's he's come and gone and we're done with it. There's plenty of older creators that are still working at a high level and still care about what they're doing. And I just everything I've read from Frank Miller in the last 20 years felt like he farted it out for a paycheck. Well, Got to buy the Coke somehow. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to keep that animated skeleton <laughs> shambling around, right? <laughs> oh, poor Frank. All right, the phone lines are still open. I need a call here because we have approximately 15 minutes to kill. 15 minutes. <laughs> while we're waiting, why don't we get into our garbage pail kids? Oh, my God. I know you've got at least five, Jared. I've got, I've got one. And like I said... Uh, yeah, I've got one. Okay. It's gross. Okay. I'm not going to go into it too much. The name will do it itself. Oh, boy. Jizzy Jerry. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So this is like an X-rated Garbage uh, yeah, Pail yeah, Kid? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's, and it's a dark. sticker. And oh. it's a glow-in-the-dark sticker. Oh, so it's like a black light. Yeah. <laughs> Stick that one up there. Oh, like he right looks, on your capper trapper keeper. Okay, it looks totally normal. 
in light, right? Mm-hmm. It looks yeah. totally normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then when it gets dark and <laughs> it's glowing. <laughs> it's, it's just covered. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a, it's a cute picture of young yeah. Jared Tavitas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, yes. And then I, I told my wife, I was like, you could be seepy Susie. Gross, all these seeping, Ugh. grody wounds. Man. And just scabby. Ugh. <laughs> it got dark fast. <laughs> Let me tell you, dude, I'm, the garbage pail kids are gross. They're super gross. All right, we got a call coming. Thankfully. Thank you for calling. THN, cover to cover, caller. Who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. God Emperor of the THN forums. Brian, what do you want to rap about today? Hey, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. The uh, the Facebook groups got a little uh, hot lately. Oh, really? Oh, really? So, yeah, a little little hot, a little um, tensions a little bit, um, but uh, nice and cool over at the forum. Yeah. You guys want to come over and talk uh, positive things about comics? The forum is um, yeah, that would- very positive. It's our it's our quiet little corner where we're all buddies. We're all taking care of each other. You know, Facebook is, you know, Just, Facebook is what Facebook is. It's an emotional place. I get it. That's fine. It, it is. You know, that's, it, it is. Go to the fan page and there's a bunch of wolves there fighting over the meat, you know, <laughs> 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 trying to get noticed, trying to, you know, I get it. The, the Facebook so just, fan page, you know, generally I'm, I'm speaking, is a safe gonna, place I was going to say that. Um, it, what are you guys talking about? So we, did you watch Krypton? It premiered this week. No, I'm I'm like two months, three, four, eight months behind on TV because okay. I have little kids, so um, I have not seen it. Well, okay, um, Frank heard, Miller is I've returning heard it's to like, DC. It's Snyder esque. Is that true? It's. I'm sorry. It, um, I've heard that it is Snyder esque. I didn't feel like that. Maybe with its just look. Maybe yeah. But yeah. A little bit with the look, but even maybe. then, the look is like I don't know, man. It is. It's a hodgepodge of many different. Yeah, versions. it's. I would call it a hodgepodge. It's very, <laughs> very sci-fi. I like look. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not superhero-y at all. So, Brian, let's talk about your feelings on Frank Miller. We were just discussing him. I'm of the mindset that Frank Miller is a creator that has come and gone and needs to stay gone. Is this about his like new like four or five uh, five project gig that he just signed with DC? Exactly. Um. Well, you know what? It's it's interesting. So I do agree that I think he's sort of like an, an older voice that is just dated in that, you know, the world has moved on. Right. Um, but I do also feel that, that, that twinge of like, we probably shouldn't leave anyone behind because so many people, you know, you know what I mean? Like the Heroes Initiative and all that. Like, Well, sure. Frank I don't know. Miller like, is a guy that he's got to be taken care of. From, Frank Miller has made yeah. enough money in like film, and I mean, just think about how much money The Spirit made in the theaters. That movie made at least forty-five <laughs> bucks. <laughs> Put gas. I think in I have tank. it on DVD, and I've never watched it. It is, and I don't think I ever will. Terrible. Oh, it man. is terrible. I went and saw it with uh, part-time guest host Dave Demarco, and we both booed out loud several times in the film. <laughs> I feel like anytime you talk about seeing a really awful movie, you're there with Dave DeMarco. Yes. I don't know if it's the movies are bad or. Uh, no, or there what, was this but, uh, thing called Bad Movie Monday that we used to do. And I'd like to get back uh, in that habit. Okay. Yes. There you go. <laughs> no, I get you with like you... not leaving people behind, but Frank Miller's not one of those guys. It's not like Frank Miller is destitute. It, you know, it's not like Frank Miller is. Uh, what's the guy that created Ghost Rider? I can't say his name. Gary oh. Friedrich. Gary Friedrich, who has had a very public, you know, story of how Marvel did absolutely leave him behind. And that is sad. And we should take care of those guys. Frank Miller's not that guy. I think Frank Miller is a mean spirited jerk that has to write comics because he can't work in Hollywood. anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think anyone, I mean, I don't think anyone should get left behind. I think like this is, I mean, this whole, the entire comics industry is sort of like everyone from like, publishers to retailers to like diamond to to you and me and like dave demarco and and everybody we're kind of all holding each other up at this point so you know letting anyone fall behind is not a great idea um but i don't know i mean i don't i don't think his his point of view is um correct yes um but I don't also, I don't know. I don't think there's a huge market for his stuff at the same time anymore. So yeah, that was my other point. Do people care? It's not like the young, like anybody under the age of let's say 25, I doubt outside of dark Knight returns 
if somebody forced older forced it on him, I doubt they care about anything he's done. So, yeah, I mean, they, they, I mean, other than that, what would they even know? I mean, right. since they, yeah, they would, I don't they know that they'd get into Sin City and, you know, stuff and hard boiled and all that, but right. um, I don't know. I kind of feel like, so the Superman book is, I think it's three issues. Is that right? It's only three so, issues? Yeah, it's, I, it's three issues. It's, it's a mini series. So, like, I think that is, like, let him do three issues. Like, I don't care. Like, sure. it, it's not going to make a dent. He gets a little, you know, money in his pocket. Retailers maybe can, you know, somebody, the old fans will like it. It's not going to make a, a dent in anything. No, I'll, and, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You know, like, so, like, he's got other projects. Okay, as long as it's not, like, you know, some, like, you know, turning Wonder Woman into, like, some sex monster. You know, like, some really tone-deaf, right. awful thing. And I think the, you know, I think the positive change we've seen in DC and, and you know, in Marvel, too, it's, to some extent, is that they're not doing that anymore. Like that's not their, they are conscious of the community and conscious of at least the backlash, yes. which I think can be more powerful sometimes. Right. So they're not going to let him go and do whatever he wants. Like when he wrote that um, Holy terror graphic novel that he envisioned as a Batman story where Batman goes to like get super racial and fight ISIS, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, they he, were, um, they were and, at least, you know, aware enough to not print that at DC. I mean, right. And that, and that was like 10 years ago. So, yeah. I mean, you know, they're even more conscious now. So, you know, he, he's doing a couple issues. If you put with five projects, if he does 30 comics, right. Or I mean, even 50, who cares? Like, yeah. you know, I mean, I agree in that, like, let's not support, like if he was a young racist, I'd be like, get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at right. this point, like Absolutely. Eh, he's an old guy, whatever. Like it's not going to make it. He doesn't have that much of a following. There's not going to be a cult that's built up around him. He's just Frank Miller. Let's take care of him. Let him do his thing or give him like the sweetheart Chris Claremont gig where like they still pay him not to write X-Men comics. Yeah. Like that's cr- cause he might go to DC. Like we, we all flipped through sovereign seven. We weren't losing anything. No. Like, there's, there's, <laughs> like, so the idea that like they, they keep him on payroll just so he doesn't work at DC is such like a ridiculous, like 1994 idea. Oh, absolutely. But Hey, Chris, Hey, DC is DC's doing it to Neil Adams and he gets a paycheck. DC oh. has Neil Adams in a corner tied up and they're like, yeah, sure. Neil, just keep, keep going. And oh for some God. reason, yeah, when Neil Adams, Neil Adams is like, I, I have the utmost respect for Neil Adams. He's incredible. He just stop making comics, please. Because <laughs> cause they're not great anymore, but I'm fine with it. There's people that are buying them. There's people that enjoy that, you know, corner of just Neil, stick to Neil doing covers. But Neil Adams is a perfectly nice guy. He's a perfectly nice guy that's never pissed anybody off. That's never made a bunch of like racially tinged statements. He's <laughs> just getting older, and you know it's not the same Neil Adams he used to be. Maybe Fine. that's what these dudes should do: is just do co- variants, do variant covers. I don't even want Frank Miller doing variant covers. Ah, uh, you do. His too. art is even worse <laughs> than his storytelling. Now it looks like he's been drawing with his feet for what if the one last of, fifteen years. What if one of all those- the uh, the Dark Knight three stuff they um. It was, it was, I think it was James Harvey, the artist, like recolored, and, and Greg Smallwood has done it too, like yeah. recoloring his stuff the right way with like flaps and like it looks it looks good. Yeah. But when you basically like Frank Miller plus Alex Sinclair is like completely wrong. Yeah. Like Alex Sinclair is is a Jim Lee colorist. Like he's like big and bombastic and right. shiny and like Frank Miller needs flaps in like you know muted things and, and subtle. He needs some subtlety because he's an unsubtle guy. And, and I guarantee he's still see- drawing on those like big comic book pages. Frank Miller's not doing shit. Digitally. <laughs> <laughs> he sits down, oh, yeah. takes out his marker and draws a real ham fisted Superman and goes there, print that. You know, like, <laughs> what if one of his projects is going back to the all-star Batman? Yeah, we talked about that no. last week where uh, our buddy Chase Magnet on Twitter after this news leaked about Superman, he appropriated that quote from All-Star Batman where Batman was like holding Robin yeah, by the throat. Yeah, right, right, right. He's like, what are you, some kind of retard? Yeah. I'm the goddamn Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and we could get that. I don't know. We could. He hates Superman. He's proven it time and time again, you know. And that, the only thing he hates more than Superman is us. His readers. <laughs> he hates his readers, and he's punishing us. Brian Domingos, it is always wonderful to hear from you, sir. Hey, you guys too. 
You have a good one. Enjoy your weekend, and we will talk to you very soon. Sounds good. Later. Bye, Brian. All right. Uh, Neil Adams is a perfectly nice old man that believes in the conspiracy theory of the expanding Earth. Well, what? <laughs> yeah. Neil Adams. Neil Adams believes Wait, in this what? wackadoo scientific theory that the Earth is getting bigger. Oh, See, oh my okay, goodness! Fine, that's harmless. You know, it's not like he's a flat earther, yeah, which is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I stood next to him at a ur- in a urinal at uh, down at uh, Kansas City Comic Con. How do you look? Planet Comic. He was fine. He was all smiles. Yeah, and that's because we were standing next to each other at the urinal. Sure, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's whatever. He's a nice enough guy. He's got some wacky conspiratorial expanding Earth theories, but, you know, hmm. that's not hurting anybody. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, standing at the urinal, Philip Lee in the chat says uh, his garbage pail kid, I guess it's not really bathroom related. <laughs> he call himself Philly Leaks with bloody pus leaking from every orifice. Oh, man. Ah, Gross. Delicious. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Here. I like it. That's a good one. That's I'm going to. One. I'm going to go in a different direction with my garbage fail kid. You guys got all super gross. There were other garbage fail kids that were just like sort of ridiculous mm-hmm. and played on like stars of the '80s, you know, and like things like that. So uh, mine would be sort of a take on that awful rapper bodybuilder riffraff. He's a total douchebag. <laughs> like DJs for a living, and when I say DJ, I mean like shows up, plugs in. Uh, you know, a memory stick and then puts his hands in the air for two hours and goes, <laughs> yeah, you know, and gets paid 20 grand. So it would be me, but I'm super ripped up with a tiny little kid head <laughs> covered with tattoos and I'm belching into a microphone like and my name is MB Burp Genius. And the whole thing is like little John does like, yeah, I do like belch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a burping rapper. MB Burp Genius. MB Burp Genius. MB but that's not a pun. Burp. Jeez. No, that's just that's the, my rap name. <laughs> the be, all the gar, garbage pail kid names are like puns. Yeah, some of them, um, most of them, all work. of them. Absolutely, I don't like puns. I'm MB Burp Genius. All right, there you go. I'm like Riff Raff, and I wear a visor too because it's upside down. Of course, I wear an upside down visor. <laughs> the broiest of bro spiky, rappers, spiky, spiky blonde. But hair. I don't even rap. I just burp. It's like little. It's like Bow Wow featuring Burp Genius. Oh my god! And I'm just in the background belching. Well, we're gonna have to accept it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Deal yeah. with it. Unless you can come up with a better Deal name. With <laughs> Deal with it, assholes. <laughs> All right. We had a good time today. We had a lot of fun playing. Did, did Joe give cover us his? Cover. Joe, did you do your garbage pail kit? Did you give us yours, Joe? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, I I could only think of one, and I don't like it because it plays on my my low self esteem. All right, <laughs> do it. Play on your self esteem. Uh, That's what garbage so, pail kids are for. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so the only thing I could think of was doughy Joey, <laughs> and it's go. just like me as a me as a garbage pail kid, but like ridiculously huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like your skin you can't is like see my feet. My arms are barely sticking out of my sides. <laughs> right. All the, there's like maybe like a lot of layers trapped inside me. Okay. Mm. No, I'll take uh, it further. You're this big dude, but your skin's kind of like melting off your body. And there's like a baker behind you with you oh, know, yeah, like a rolling, rolling pin. And he's rolling, rolling oh. like skin flaps. You know? I like, like it. Uh, <laughs> that's good. That's, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Okay, this is gross. Yeah, so there you have it. All right. Well, at least we're ending on a high note. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks, Matt. That, thanks. That was fun, right? Thanks to everybody that called in. Thanks to everybody left a message. You can do so anytime during the week by calling 402-819-4894. That is the Ziggurat direct line. And leave us a message. Maybe you just read something you dug. Maybe you love Frank Miller. I am looking for someone to actively come on the show and defend Frank Miller for a Defender segment. So if you're out there. You know what? I think Brian did it, and I'm kind of tired of talking about he it. Didn't de- he didn't defend him. <laughs> he didn't def- I want defense. No, I liked the, d- the last two Dark Knights. I like his recent output. I want to hear about that, and I want your defense of it. Okay? So put your ar- argument together and hit us back with it. You can also send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. We love it when you call in live, but if you can't, you can still be a part of the show. We play your calls, we play your MP3s, and it's awesome. So... If you have nothing to talk about, you're like, oh, I don't even know what I would talk about, but I'd kind of like to call in. We have the question of 
the week. It gives you something to think about, something to rap about, you know, and then you can call us and tell us your answer. Joe, you want to set up this week's question? Yeah. Uh, sorry, one second. <laughs> you usually have Jared do it. I wasn't expecting Let's this. have Jared do it. I got it right here. I got it. It's all right. He's I got, got it. it. He's got it. You got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. The new question of the week comes from Harvey Locust, who was inspired by our talk a couple of weeks ago about industry game changers. He wants to know, what artist do you think changed the face of comics? Who inspired new generations of artists or who changed the way we see comic book art? It's good one. It's good. It's now, good I'm going to say, I'm going to say this because it's too easy. No Jack Kirby. Yeah. Okay. We're taking Jack yeah, Kirby. Come up with something else. Well, yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do this. Let's do this then. Just like we did with game changers in more recent years. Let's say it has to be an artist in the last 20 years. No, 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 no. More, no. Let's go it way more modern. I think we do that, just like we did with the Game Changers. It, we don't. It doesn't have to be modern, like because comic art's been around for a hundred years. I okay, fine, I get it. Yeah, but let's like take, let's, there were there were Game Changers in the '60s that turned things on there. Like Jim Steranko came into X Men and did crazy things no right. one had ever seen before. Okay, but we're taking Jack Kirby off the table. He's yeah, because the, Jack Kirby is uh, is just like I think the default answer to this question and, and he's it's too easy. He's in the pantheon, he's on the source wall, like it's taken care of. He's royalty. So we right. want anybody else but Jack Kirby. Let's hear it. I love this question. Before we go, real quick, Jared, what are you reading this weekend? What am I reading this weekend? Yeah. I am reading a collection of uh the DC Swords of Sorcery from the 1970s with Fafford and the Grey Mouser. Oh my god. Uh I've got one one book I've got issue five left, and then I'm going into the uh, Marvel Epic Square Bound four issue oh. Fafford and the Gray Mouser series. I miss Marvel Epic. I'm so reading much. that next. Marvel Epic was so cool. They yeah, should, it was, dude. They should bring Marvel Epic back. That, yes, right? And yeah. do it magazine size, like I said earlier. <laughs> and we can do some hardcore Shang-Chi shit in there. <laughs> I love it. Joe Patrick, what are you reading this weekend? Um, you know what? Uh, I'm trying desperately to get caught up on comics, but I don't know how much that'll happen. I also dipped my toe into uh, Cat Nerd's graphic novel, Ink and Water. It's very good. It's very good. So yeah. I'm enjoying that. I enjoyed the hell um, But yeah, just trying to catch up on some stuff mainly. Fair enough. Did, Did you guys? I'm catching up on Avengers this weekend, and it's based off your review of The Return of the Hulk. I want to see what's going on with the storyline leading into the big infinity crossover. I just, I just read the, I just read the, uh, Hulk case, uh, Marvel team up (laughs) issue (laughs) was against MODOK. It was crazy. Well, why? I mean, who do you get to fight MODOK when you're the Hulk? You're like, Oh man, I need some help here. (laughs) Well, well, MODOK, obviously I'm calling a guy with a giant. Look, MODOK went to the savage land to capture dinosaurs. He was going to make an army out of them. Of course. So as MODOK. So that's how, you get your Savage Land hero tied in. Uh, but, man, I saw... I went and saw... Um, Wait, before you go on, what does MODOK stand for? Go. Not you, Joe Patrick. Mobile old dick. Nope. Oh. <laughs> uh, mobile organism designed only for killing. Okay. Mental. Mental organism. Pardon me. Mental. Mental organism designed only for killing. I saw the new Tomb Raider. Did you guys go see Tomb Raider? No. How was it? Oh, no. Was it good? Listen, man. I'll tell you this much. Uh, my wife and I commented and laughed through the whole movie like it was mystery science theater <laughs> but she is she's she's a good tomb raider and she looks great i i got out of it what i wanted to get out of it which was tomb raidery things right but there is some ridiculous crap in that story yeah <laughs> that they've concocted it got reviewed uh, pretty poorly well there is like look man sasquatch dad is super funny and, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Time yeah. out. Okay, dude. So. What? Do you want me to spoil it? <laughs> no, no spoilers. Okay. Maybe off air. We'll have you Yeah, spoil yeah, yeah. It. But uh, yeah, we're like, we laughed at it. Uh, but man, she's a, she's, she's cool. She's a cool Tomb Raider. I, I heard, hope, I hope they good. do more. Yeah, I, hope I heard they do looked more. good, action good, story yeah. terrible. Yeah, right. So what can it you do? Looked so, it looks so much like the new games. That's why I was so excited. That's why I, you know, I was like dead set on seeing it because that game, I love that yeah, game. See, I sideways. thought Casey would be all fired up to see it because it's like, you know, strong female yeah. hero and Vikander is a great actress. And she's yep. like, that movie looks fucking dumb. <laughs> so we, we didn't go see it. 
All right, we got to get out of here. Thanks for watching. Thanks for playing along. We'll have this show up shortly. I apologize that last week's show didn't get up right away. I'm doing everything I can to fix that so you might get a double shot of cover to cover. No promises. But we do have a sponsor, so I'm going to try and do it for them. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for watching. Thanks for playing along right now. This is the Two-Headed Nerd.